Welcome everyone to this special podcast episode where we dive deep into the world of Nokia, exploring various facets of the company's landscape. I'm your host, Josh, and joining me today are Elio, Oren, and Alba. Together, we'll navigate through the investment risks, financial analysis, ESG factors, and recent developments surrounding Nokia. Let's start by examining the investment risks faced by Nokia. The global landscape poses challenges such as competitive intensity, disruptions into the supply chain, and economic uncertainties. How are these factors influencing Nokia's strategic adaptivity and resilience in operations? Okay, so Nokia is operating in a highly competitive environment, and the need for strategic adaptability is crucial. The disruptions in the global supply chain, coupled with economic challenges like inflation and rising interest rates, add complexity to their operations. The ongoing threat of global pandemic emphasizes the importance of robust contingency planning and high risk. Uh, high-risk management. Moving on to the operating risks, Nokia faces challenges in product development, cost control, and procedural of essential components. How do these factors impact the company's operational stability and financial standing? Nokia's operational risks are multifaced. The ability to control costs, secure essential components like semiconductors, and navigate patent licensing agreements are key factors. Legal expenses related to obligations further add to the complexity. The outcomes of these challenges significantly influence Nokia's operational stability and financial performance. Now let's delve into Nokia's financial performance. How did Nokia fare in quarter three of 2023? And what are their key highlights from the revenue, profitability, and dividend compensation perspectives? Nokia demonstrated resilience in operating, man- operating margin despite a decline in net sales. Operating profit was 241 million euros, reflecting challenges in mobile networks and network infrastructure. Nokia's net sales decreased 15% year-on-year, with mobile networks being particularly affected. However, the venture fund investment and positive impact of hedging contributed positively. The divided compensation of uh, $0.12 a euro share for 2022 was authorized at the annual general meeting. Looking at the DuPont analysis, how has Nokia's return on equity evolved, and what insights does the analysis provide about the company's profitability and growth? Yeah, so Nokia's ROE has nearly doubled from 2021 to 2022, primarily due to a substantial increase in net income. The company has shown improved profitability and sustained uh, growth, uh, evident in increased sales, dividends, and earnings. Shifting gears to environmental, social, and governance factors, how is Nokia contributing to environmental sustainability, forecasting inclusivity, and maintaining ethical governance? Nokia is actively working towards environmental sustainability, with initiatives like natural conservations and commitment to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. The company is focused on a circular economy, supply chain sustainability, and inclusive em- employment practices practices showcases its dedication to ESG values. Finally, let's explore the latest news surrounding Nokia, including share buybacks, eco-friendly packaging solutions, and ongoing litigation. Nokia recently canceled repurchase shares as part of its buyback program, totaling 600 million euros. They also introduced recyclable packaging solutions for the Lightspan portfolio, aligning with their goal to reduce emissions. However, ongoing litigation against companies like Amazon and HP highlight the complexities Nokia faces in protecting its intellectual property.
And with that, we conclude this insightful podcast on Nokia. A big thank you to Elio Orn and Alba for sharing their expertise. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more in-depth discussions on business, finance, and technology.